0: Welcome to Old Dog New Tricks. Everyone has heard this saying before, but today we're going to put that theory to the test. My co-host John and I are focusing on security and privacy in cryptocurrency today and what that means to you. We will cover the best practices for setting up security and privacy to help stop scammers from social engineering your information. And with that, how are we doing today, John?
1: (laughs) Doing well, Austin. This will be an interesting topic because it's one that forced me to have more than just a passing interest in order to merely survive for sure so yeah, you, you, um, can't, you can't can't sit on the it. back
0: seat with this one
1: <laughs> yeah you, you have can't to be in the corners. driver's.
0: <laughs> you gotta be in the driver's <laughs> chair so uh, right before this podcast we're setting up in our studio i would just like to give a shout out to john he got into the recording studio all by himself crushing it we taught him a new First, trick
1: Ah, first no, pass can. but I was reminded it only took six attempts that's right It's <laughs> yeah. pretty good well <laughs> kind of like moving crypto around that's right you definitely don't want it to take six
0: attempts because then it's all gone <laughs> right. by then that's right <laughs> yeah, so we were just talking about some security issues on the last episode so if you're catching up to this one my mom was attacked Some of her information was social engineered and she was able to be compromised on her Coinbase account. This is super important. It doesn't matter what you're doing, but you want to be with the utmost precautions when going into this space because everything is super final within 30 seconds. If you make a quick mistake, there is not much you can do to change. So, with that in mind, we were just going to go through a couple of security stuff I wish I learned. Well, the first thing that I learned about crypto, we can go in through that. We can give you a couple little tidbits information on what to do and how to start with your security and privacy features when you're going into crypto. And I think this will be a good topic for John because I don't think we really talked about a ton of this because I've been helping him do it. So... Maybe we'll just the same way that he got his uh, only took six attempts to get in on the here. We're going to we're going to teach him how to teach, lead him into the driver's seat of his own crypto success here.
1: (laughs) That sounds real good, Austin.
0: Perfect. Uh, The first little thing we're going to talk about, there's a ton of threats to cryptocurrency and challenges that people face. Like I said, everything is super final. It takes 30 to 40 seconds for a transaction to go through if you send it to the wrong address. It will be gone. If you put the wrong number, uh, you always copy and paste these things when you're making transactions. But the very, very first thing that most people don't do is create a new email for all of your crypto stuff and all of your financial stuff. This is one of the biggest things and one of the easiest avenues that people can social engineer your information. If you have a super old email, the password has probably been hacked upwards of 100 times. Between all of these, if you there's a website called Pwned, you can put your information in there and it will tell you exactly how where and when your passwords were breached for this email. And mine, my first email I ever used had somewhere like I think had like 76 hacks. So that's definitely something where you want to start with a very fresh layer. You come out, make a new email. I recommend using one called Proton Mail. They're free and it has one of the best security features. They don't allow you to have, it's all encrypted end-to-end, so you don't have a centralized server storing all of your email data. So very important there. But um, that would be my first little step into getting these things going. The next step is always using two-factor authenticators, and we just set this up with John last, uh, right after last episode. How fun was that? A little bit difficult. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but that's the thing is you have to do it in the crypto world. Matter of fact, I'm thinking I need to run out of the studio right now and go change my email. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll wait on that. You'll wait on that one. <laughs>
0: but uh, I would definitely say it's an important thing to do. The two-factor authenticator, not through your text messages. So most platforms offer it to just what, put in your phone number and we'll send you a code when you want to log in. And that's how most people log in today. But I would also go a step further and use two-factor authenticator with Google Authenticator or something like Authy, which is actually what we set up on John and what I personally use. It's a very easy to use app and it stores all of your Google Authenticator codes. So if you do lose them, you can bring them back a little bit easier. I'll put links in the description. De- for I these. would just
1: say as a WG, you absolutely can bring them back as yeah. long as you carefully keep your google authorization code yeah. so spread that one around in some different obscure places sure. because you know, if you just can't rep- replicate that you've got a problem
0: you got a problem for sure just how we have our 24 word phrases for crypto those are supposed to be extremely secured keep them in a either some sort of fireproof box there they sell metal plates that allow you to type them out so they won't burn up if you have a house fire i also store it with a different another person that you trust like personally i have one of my best friends has my codes i have his my parents have mine i have my parents stuff like that so there's a redundancy but also secure um that's very important but same thing is i would store these codes that you get from your authenticators similar in a similar fashion because these are access to these websites that potentially hold your money. So those are the kind of little bit of rundown things. We're going to go into a couple of just topics about security and privacy and what these all mean to crypto users and the blend between the two. Security and privacy come together here because with blockchain, you have very little privacy. Everything is an open public ledger, and the means to which you gain privacy is by... Having that clean slate, that fresh start approach of getting a new email, getting these new things set up, and then going forward from that, you can re you know build your what they call like internet identity. That's how mine is a Crypto Crier. That's my my internet identity. The these things are for your own good. You don't. It's not always privacy. Doesn't always mean you're doing something bad or illicit. It just means that you keep your. How much money you have safe from prying eyes who potentially could social engineer your information? A little tough I
1: was thinking as you were speaking that this can be a pretty significant change and required adaptation for for my group, shall we say. For sure. Because with regards to managing securities, a reasonable number of my peers have companies and professionals that do that for them and yeah. security is assumed. And they look at their holdings with a frequency that works for them. For but sure. the security of them h- holding those securities in, 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 a, in a manner that they Like a they fidelity or like a- is, Yeah, that it instills confidence, fidelity, E-Trade, Vanguard, etc. There's an as- assumption that yeah, that's pretty safe. And in fact, for relatively small account holders, there's some insurance for it if you were to lose it. So it's not foremost in their thinking. And I was, and then in the ones who don't use professionals but manage their own accounts individually, yeah, they usually have the two-factor authentication. It's through their cell phone, seems to work pretty well, don't give it a lot of thought. But crypto is arguably different, different because it's all cyber codes and mathematics for Mm -hmm. the most part. It's also relatively new. So people are, people in the industry are figuring out the best ways to protect Mm -hmm. it and try to strike that balance of security and privacy. And it's Um, being
0: one of the most sought after from hacker, from a hacker standpoint. People are... It's super easy to transfer these things. The value is there instantaneously, and it's with very little check marks that they have to to go through for this to get to their account. So they definitely want... This is definitely on the forefront of like scamming and stuff like that just because it's so easy. If you click one bad link or if you look, the website is Coinbase, but the I and the O are flipped. You didn't see that. You logged in. Boom. It's gone. Uh, So it's definitely... That's why I recommend the emails because people get so many phishing emails already, constantly on how many emails you get a day probably. Your email is probably pretty old. I would assume you have- It is,
1: yeah, I don't know, fifty,
0: thousands of scam Mm -hmm. mails coming in a month. These things are, the less likely that they're there with a new email, the the less likely you are going to click these things. So that's why I really recommend that, especially for the age category, uh, a little bit older. You already, it's that like Nigerian- that Nigerian, the Nigerian, Nigerian scam, that's the princess one of always, the Nile scam. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You saw it happen really big when the email kind of got started, people were falling for it left and right just because they'd never seen it before, but right. there's always some scammer out there who is innovating their approach. It does, It takes, and especially with crypto, it takes one click. So These are the things that, you know, having a hardware wallet, using a new email, using two-factor authenticator, not through your cell phone number, because that's easily matched to your identity. These are things that are very important so that you don't have these issues in the future.
1: Well, you just mentioned hardware wallet. So I'd like to talk about that one. For sure. Because that one was interesting and different for me, still is. You don't like it. well, there's a certain irony to it. Here's the yeah. irony to it for people in my group. So for people in my group, when you were a kid, and perhaps you were just entering or early adolescence for your birthday, perhaps you got a wallet, also called a billfold, or a purse, something within which to keep folding money or coins, And that's how you stored your value from paper wrote, mowing lawns, what have you. It was very physical. It was wrote in your back pants pocket and you tried not to lose it. That's yeah. how you stored value, and then there's no insurance you know, on there. <laughs> there's no insurance on there. <laughs> That's right. Over time, the as, as things changed in the um, microprocessor world, and while we had microprocessors, and we went <laughs> up through the 70s, 80s, 90s, and so on, we became more and more removed. From the physical money, from sure. credit cards to wiring money and more and more in the direction of it's up there in the cloud somewhere and that seems pretty secu- yeah. secure, so we're good. We're good. And so I made the faulty assumption, actually, Austin, that in the crypto world, we would have either that or something better. Because it's cyber, it's the crypto world, it's the world of yeah. mathematical operations. Yeah, cryptography and,
0: is the key of all of all of encryption in general. Like right. everyone is using cryptography to store the all these passwords that you use in your everyday life. And it's like how we talked about with data. We had this whole evolution of data from you're loading paper into like a machine to to run a program. To having like infinite terabytes of data being able to store all of your information somewhere up in the cloud that's secure that you think. But now we're going back in time We're now we're taking it back to the beginning of a, a, like a, it's like a new invention. It's like a new frontier. So we have to develop all of these new techniques to properly store and at a later date and time mainstream adoption won't come without Stuff like that where you don't even know what's happening. You trust it fully just because it's what's accepted. The stage that we're in now is probably pretty similar to how when it was when the internet was first born. People who were tech savvy were able to use these things. You had to have really secure processes at the beginning It was easily to lose your information until more password managers were invented or there was anything like that. There's a middleman storing all of your information. So, you know, this whole concept is still the same thing as we're getting rid of the middleman that's protecting or securing your funds through their platform. And now they're self-custodying these things and holding themselves.
1: that's going to be an interesting challenge because there is something to be said for the local bank or banking people that by first name that are involved in your accounts. And if there's any sort of problem, you got someone with with whom you can chat who can ostensibly resolve it for you and so on. Here, you're out in the Wild West on on your own. And it starts in... An interesting way. And so the interesting way for me is you and I had been talking for, oh, I don't know, a few hours or so about crypto. And what you said is, yeah. well, you're going to need a hard wallet. Yeah. and I said, oh, <laughs> <Okay>. really? <laughs> Could you show me one of those? Yeah. And you showed me what looked like a fancy memory stick. Uh, from days gone by and so this is the hard wallet and what it's going to do is have a unique set of codes that are separated from codes on platforms that only by matching them together will it show you what crypto you you have own or be able to send
0: yeah it adds another layer of protection against you sending to the wrong address you have to confirm that the right address is being input Um, When you're receiving funds, it makes sure you're copying and pasting it properly, and then it doesn't allow any—it's not custodied by a third party, such as, like, Coinbase. So, like, if you're—the similar approach is your Fidelity, your Vanguard. That's what Coinbase is, right? It's the ones that— Yeah, it's a trading platform. It's a trading platform. You deem these safe— until it's no longer safe, until it gets hacked. Or it, there's been tons and tons of, it doesn't even have to be that platform. If you use the same pla- the same password, just how my mother has used the same plat- the passwords on all of her stuff, that's why they were able to get into her Coinbase. It wasn't Coinbase's fault. It's usually the <clears throat> user it has lost their password or has been compromised, and then they're able to get into that individual. On the off chance that the entirety of it gets taken, the, it is a bigger factor in crypto because whole platforms can get compromised. And we've seen that happen. And just because of the if say like Vanguard got attacked or whatever and they got all the access, it doesn't matter if they can move the the stocks around. It's all just imaginary anyways. It's all just numbers on an Excel spreadsheet saying like you own this much stock or you own this, you own these things. It's not the actual digital item right like the cryptocurrency is that digital fungible token like it's different there is no physical representation of these things they are easily moved and easily transferred whereas something like a vanguard stock platform getting hacked i think would be a lot less problematic because they could just reboot to their last picture or flat snapshot of all transactions that were happening yes Um, I, that's not I wanna, possible with crypto there.
1: I want to pick up on something you just said, Austin. You said that they're sure. easily moved or easily transferred. They're mm. easily moved or easily transferred for someone who knows how to do that. <laughs> and yeah. and I think that's important to dwell on for a few moments because I can okay. tell you that I think I'm at least average with regard to my handiness and to be able to comp- understand instructions with yeah. something new and different that I have to learn. But when the I first got the hard wallet and I read the instructions, I understood what I wanted to do was to move some of my crypto holdings from one of the trading platforms yep. into the wallet. It's even instructions that one would consider to be relatively clear and sequential. They don't anticipate you on your particular machine hitting a particular button and yeah. having it go down some rabbit hole from which you there is no return. <laughs> and that happens. And then you have to have you have to you have the call or the text of shame to Austin <laughs> to me. Yeah. Hey, what have I done? What have I done? I don't know where it is.
0: Well, I will I say know. If you remember this, I did give you some homework to send a lot of transfers back and forth between you and your wife by the wallet I set up on there. But that could have been what it's more about just repetition, right? You're, yeah, I should have done more than you haven't really done any transfers yet. You know what I mean? Like you personally, I've helped you walk through them, but it's more of a, I'm leading the whole thing. Whereas, oh, I belong to the
1: right. Yeah, if you're gonna
0: (laughs) if you're gonna get free help, you might as well take it. I'm I'm a big fan of that always, but it's a teach a man to fish type motto that we're that we're going.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) But I'll tell you what I think it's true to say that it's it might it's the kind of thing that might be a little bit easier for your group to learn and utilize than my group, and. I'm not even sure why other than fear is the driver when you get to a clickstream that's taken you where you didn't want to go and you don't know how to back out of it, back pedal. regroup and go back. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's disconcerting, yeah. particularly when there can be substantial funds at stake. And then the other part of it is you really do have to be conscientious about the storing of the, that group of random words in the event that you ever needed to create your hard wallet. Yeah. And I might add that it was, was some interest that I noted. I was doing some analysis of crypto, looking at various quantitative things as and trying to construct in my own head an approach to analyzing the relative value of different cryptos. And one of the technical terms that has arisen that I saw was like in in securities, we get a capitalization for a particular stock. And you all have like the functional equivalent in crypto. But what I found was a technical statement that this, I'll just give it to you hypothetically, this crypto's capitalization is $12 and two and a half and potentially two and a half billion that are locked away in wallets that can't be accessed yeah and okay. i found that statement fascinating it happens so frequently <laughs> that people can't get to their crypto anymore have no way it's yeah. set, functionally gone that they added into the valuation maybe in hopes that someday to figure out <laughs> okay. some way to figure out, it. get back
0: i'm getting back yeah, there's that guy in London who has been petitioning the the government to allow him to use a digger to go into <laughs> to his local uh, dump and just like try to find his hard drive oh that God. had all his information on. He had like, that's the one thing on that front. I would say most of those are going to be targeted at Bitcoin just because those people, the valuations at the start of what their wallet was may have been like, 50, 60 cents worth of yes. Bitcoin. And now it's worth yeah. like a $100 million. yeah So those are the ones that I, I would say get for. counted. <laughs> yeah. Worth digging up. <laughs> but those are the ones that they really count in the valuation like that. So that what he's referring to here is like the market capitalization means the current dollar value times the total supply. Mm-hmm. And some of those take out how much has been lost potentially. And what they do that by seeing addresses who haven't moved any of their Bitcoin in like 10 years or like Mm -hmm. nine years or something a really long time and they consider those like dead wallets but we have seen those especially near the tops of last year in November we saw activated wallets that hadn't been activated in 10 years come alive and start selling stuff it just really depends you take those with a grain of salt because we don't know exactly how many are lost but I would do I would definitely say there is some there is some lost wallets out there for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and just this piece, I would like to I'd like to say for sure to people in my group that w- when you get your first hard wallet, you need to get it and have a geeky guy or up, yep. or a girl avail. Yeah. For the first couple, because I read there was and two or three other products that I took a look at and the instructions just downloading them online and reading through them. And The instructions, uh, they look reasonably clear. They are reasonably clear. But they can't possibly anticipate an individual with their particular computer or phone operating system and getting into a problem and being able to get enough information from those instructions to to problem solve solo. Uh, I think that's true. Crypto is always
0: better with a buddy. Yeah, and a geeky buddy system.
1: Well, a geek buddy system. Yeah. <laughs> no, they have to be that way.
0: Yeah, for sure. I definitely say it's a benefit. That's what we're here for. We're going to help you out. reach yes. out to me on Twitter. I'll help you out. No problem. But that's you need, what the, we're guy, going you need for. the
1: guy you need the guy that was I'm not sure if it's the guy that was in front of the math class or the guy that only showed up for the tests and aced them. Maybe either one, but you got to get one, one of them. One of those guys. I was the latter. Okay. <laughs> either works. <laughs>
0: But yeah, we're, this episode is mostly just about more of like an active episode for you guys out there. If you actually you've been listening to these couple of podcasts, we're about this is our sixth episode. You we've given you the overview of why we think crypto is valuable for the future. <clears throat> this is the call to action episode. Prices are what I would deem pretty low. We we've had been I me personally have been buying over the past month, two months or so since about mid. I think these prices are. Relatively low compared to what they could be or what the actual value is. How we talked about price anchoring on the last episode. From here, this is the if you're going to do it now is a good time to start dollar cost averaging into Bitcoin, Ethereum, get the kind of lay of the land, get those hard wallets going, make that new email, download Authy. These are the ways to get the the ball rolling, as they would say. (laughs) Yes, but with. All of your investments, even the ones how we were saying, if your platform offers it, even if it's an actual security, looking into that two-factor authenticator is huge because the phishing scams have gotten and what they call SIM swapping has become very prevalent, especially in the finance world now. What that entails is people are getting access to your phone number, and then once they get access to your phone number, they're pretty much access to anything because everything just sends you that reset your password to your phone number or put these codes in to prove that it's you because the phone number is the end all be all of your identity at this point in, uh, in our digital world. That's about it today. <sighs> cool beratement lesson here
1: it's a really important one though it it, it really is and one positive thing about the hard wallets is ledger has it i imagine the others have it too is at any time that you're interested in how your holdings are performing it's one click and you get ledger live and there's all your stuff there you go boom you can see it so that's you could get you can actually get that out faster than you can pull a leather wallet out of your pants and look (laughs) inside at your dollars count them out (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You need but a. Also. John, you need a lot bigger billfold if that were the no, case. But, oh, I don't know about that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, though, no, I bet
0: those those last couple purchases have looking pretty good around about now, especially yeah. for me. I don't know.
1: Good for you. Yeah.
0: But yep, I don't see anything else we can talk about right now. That's a good little wrap up there. Thanks Do some homework.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: We will well, catch you next always, week. Well, as
1: always, I enjoyed it, Austin
0: oh yeah it's always a good time we'll catch you next week on another episode of old dog new tricks and hopefully you can teach some old dog a new trick yourself